Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. On your home for the best Ravens coverage, it's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Window Nation. Winter is here. With Window Nation, replacing those old windows is easier and more affordable than you think. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. 105.7 The Fan. I'm really happy for Kevin. He's a free agent. He's one of those guys that we'll continue to talk to. He and I met last week. As I said, the offensive line is going to always be a preference. I know it's not a sexy position for a lot of people, my, my sons included, but it's a critical important for our team, and we will spend a lot of resources and a lot of time talking what that's going to look like. Eric DaCosta a couple of weeks back talking about Kevin Zeitler, who has hit free agency, made the Pro Bowl this year, and the O-line in general. Ravens have the 30th pick in the first round. Free agents are Zeitler, John Simpson, another starter, and Sam Mustafer, and you know, maybe declining production at your tackle positions as well. You have a big-time keeper at center, Tyler Linderbaum. But as we talk about areas of need, Jeff's Reback from The Athletic wrote about it this morning, meaning that there were a couple of days ago, rather, that right now in the list of priority, O-line's got to be number one. Yeah, because if they don't have a good O-line, look at the team, look at the, like the Jets. You know, I mean, you can't, you can't run and you can't throw if you don't have a good O-line. Um, and you can't protect your quarterback and keep him healthy if your old line's not good. But um, they uh, they are going to address it, and, they're, and like we heard Eric say, they're going to spend money on it because they realize how important it is to have a good old line. And with Zeitler, I'm, I'm guessing they've done what kind of what they do in the past, Bob, because go see what you're worth. Because I mean, all right, if we offer you a deal, you, you're just going to wait anyhow. So go see, go see your value, see what it's worth, and then we'll see if we can get a deal done. You say you want to stay here, you know, and I think that's what to do with Zeitler um, with the two tackles. I think they end up keeping both tackles. Just I think it's Bob with eight draft picks and limited money, you can't replace your whole line. All right, let's look at a couple of guys here. And we know Stanley Moses, Linderbaum we just talked about, and Patrick McCarry. Okay, McCarry, Swiss Army knife, helps you in literally all five spots. Where are we with Daniel Falele at this stage of his career? Just don't see a lot of improvement. That's the only thing. Um, And we talked about it from the get-go, Bob, with, with Daniel. I mean, he's an athlete. That's the thing about it is, but, you know, he can bend his knees and do all those things. He's not he's 380 pounds. He's a huge man. Um in pass protection, he won't punch. He's got 36 or 37 inch arms. He won't use them. That's my and and we've how many 
what is it, two years now? I mean, Bob, how many times have I said, well, if they can just get him to get his arms, he won't. He doesn't. So I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 uh, I don't know if he's going to get any better. I don't, I, it, it doesn't look like he's changed much, you know, on a base block or a down block. Is he good? Yeah, because he's 380 pounds. That's why he's good. But is he what you want to be a starter? No, because he gets beat on the outside too much and he gets beat in redirection too much and he can't play left tackle. So, um, I don't really see, I've always thought that his only chance is at guard. So we'll see. I, I don't, uh, he's not uh, a potential starter in my mind. He's a backup. Speaking of guards, Ben Cleveland. Yeah. Massive human being. He stopped by Pickles last year during one of the BBTs. And he blocked out the sun. Blocked out the sun. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was an eclipse. <laughs> but what are we getting on the football field at this stage of his air quotes, development right now. Bob, I think he's another guy that's a perennial backup, and that's that's what he is. I, I don't – I don't. Uh, he's not a great knee bender. He's not a great athlete. He's another big man. Um, can he base block a little bit? Yes. Pass block, that's his weakness, man. I mean, he can't redirect. He can't bend his knees. Um, so uh, he is another guy that, at best and, – and, Bob, I don't, I don't think you want backups that – Unless you have to. I don't think you want backups that the only thing in life, their their ceiling is a backup. I mean, because when he comes in, then it's like you're always kind of holding your breath. You're always looking to find better. And that's what you got with those two guys. Now, Salah, I'm not even going to try to go here on this uh, Total Request Thursday, pronounce his name, but Salah, hey, early part of training camp, he was competing with Simpson for the starting left guard job. Then he became kind of a, oh, that's right. I remember that guy. I mean, is there upside here? He's another big dude, but what do we got going on? I, I think, Bob, he's probably, he's he has got upside. He's got upside. Um, He needs to get stronger in his core and stuff. And um, from what I understand, mentally, he handled the things he needed to handle, which was a good thing. He needs to live in a weight room, Bob. Needs to live in a weight room, change his body around. And then he's got a chance. He's got a chance. I mean, they kept him, Bob. He was, you know, he was on the roster the whole time because they didn't want to let him go because somebody else probably would have claimed him. Sixth round pick. And if does he does he want to live in the weight room? Does he want does he want to do that to his body? Like he and he and uh, Travis Jones both kind of got to do those same types of things. Change their body. Kind of like Powers did. I mean, I hated Powers. Yes, you and did. He, and he developed himself into a player. Same type of thing. You know, these guys got to develop themselves into players in the weight room. Let's throw a little wild card at you, if we could. Andrew Voorhees out of USC missed all of last year. Um, Guy who's the only negative, Bob, he has been hurt more than just this past year. That's the only thing. But he was a talented guy. And um, I think they're going to try him probably at right tackle, if not at guard. So it's that's kind of um, hope and see. Hope that he is. You know, can you count on him? Plan on? I don't know how he's worked. I don't know what he looks like right now. That's sure. that's the only thing is is you know are they counting on him, Bob? I'm guessing they're counting on him. Otherwise, they went to drafted him and redshirted him. They're counting on something from him this year. 
So, so figure he's going to be there. So on a scale of 1 to 10, concern level for the O-line as we sit on February 15th. 1, eh, not that bad. 10, we're screwed. Where are they right now? Um, I would say, Bob, 8. I'm, I'm extremely concerned. The only one I'm not concerned about is center. Other than that, I'm concerned about every position. And they've got to get better. Ideally, you know, like, they need Ronnie Stanley to be healthy. Will he ever be the 19 Ronnie Stanley? No, but if he can be an acceptable left tackle, they're okay. And Morgan Moses, you know, if he's got to play a rotational, he's he's cheap and he's he's acceptable. You know, and then all you got to do is find two guards. And if you get Zeitler back, you know, you probably got him for a year at 34 years old. Speedy at Haiti 1057, the fan. It is news from the Nast. And we'll get into this one a little more in depth around 1245 at outside linebacker. Oway, Bowser, Ajabo, Tavius Robinson, Malik Ham, Clowney, Van Noy, Malik Harrison, all hitting free agency this offseason. Yeah, that's. That, I mean, Bob, other than the, like the O line, the position that scares me the next most is pass rusher. I mean, and it's every year, it seems. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is. Going into this past year, pass rush, pass rush, and then a Jabo gets hurt, then they have 60 sacks. You know, they lead the league in sacks. And it's because they got, what, uh, 10 and a half from Clowney and nine. They got like 20 sacks between two guys that weren't even on. We weren't even, uh, they weren't even uh, a thought right now. Yeah, if you would have said before the season the Ravens would lead the NFL in sacks, I would have thought you were on drugs. Yeah, no doubt. Because what we were talking about, you know, where, like, Hamilton's got to get, like, all these, kind of what they did. A lot of guys got sacks, but they had two do three guys that were the main contributors, you know, with Matabike with 13 and a half. We'll talk more about that coming up at 1245. Get into it as well during NFL launch at 1. Mike Harmon's going to be joining us for Fox Sports Radio at 1.30. Danny Green, three-time NBA champion and a national champion at college at North Carolina. He'll join us at 12.30. Got some bad Orioles news earlier today. If you haven't heard it, we'll share it with you. But when we come back, how about we count some money? Let's feel good about ourselves with Buy or Sell. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Benny and Haney, 1057, The Fan. Benny and Haney, 1057, The Fan, coming up on another weekend of fun. Still have a couple of days to go, but we're never... Never turning down some cash. Plenty of sports stuff to get into. Bad Kyle Bradish news coming out of Sarasota for the Orioles, which we'll talk about. But first things first, let's count that cash. Fire so. All right, the Dow is up 196. S&P's up 11. NASDAQ's down 21. DraftKings is uh, up 45 cents to 44.30. Uh, Under Armour's down a penny, 808. Well, as always, Buy or Sell is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. We'll start here with some big news in the NBA this week where the Warriors were apparently inquiring about LeBron James at last week's trade deadline. The Lakers were adamant that uh, they didn't want to deal him, even let LeBron speak for himself by directing the Warriors to his agent, Rich Paul. They both echoed his desire to stay in L.A. Things can always change, though. LeBron does have a lofty player option for next season, upwards of $50 million. So something is going to have to happen, whether he declines and re-signs for a new deal in L.A. or goes elsewhere. But buy or sell, Bob, there will be a LeBron sweepstakes this offseason. I'll buy it. Not saying that he'll leave L.A. because he's worried about his Lakers legacy, but they're playing better than Golden State is. Golden State gacked a big lead again last night. The key for them... Is Anthony Davis staying healthy, which he has done for the he's always playing hurt, but he's only missed four or five games. But in the offseason, to answer your question, I could see LeBron shopping things. I mean, Bronny James, I don't see him being an NBA prospect. I would just hope the young the young man has a healthy, happy life given the tremendous scare he suffered last summer. But yeah, there'll be some LeBron. I mean, he doesn't get his rear end smooched enough, so let's break out the chapstick and smooch it a little bit more, shall we? Well, in the NFL, the Vikings, they're trying to uh, sign Justin Jefferson to a long-term deal, but the star wide receiver wants to know the team's plans at quarterback before he sits down and uh, actually formally talks about his deal. He's advocated for Kirk Cousins many times in the past, who is about to be a free agent himself after coming off an injury uh, season for himself. Uh, There was some speculation that this would be a time for Minnesota to find its next quarterback and move on from Kirk Cousins, but Vinny Byersell retaining Cousins is worth it if it means Jefferson puts pen to paper. Well, you know, what are their options? I mean, they're picking at a spot. What are you going to get, J.J. McCarthy, where they're picking? You know, Um, they're not in an ideal situation to get a quarterback. And they've shown that, you know, it wasn't the offense. And Kirk Kirk Cousins had a hell of a year. Their defense sucked the last couple years. Yeah, he'd have stayed healthy. They'd have made the playoffs. Right. So, um, I don't have a problem with with, uh, them re-signing Cousins. How about a little Orioles news here on the brighter side? Uh, Mike Elias continues to make moves as spring training arrives. Yesterday, the team traded for Marlins outfielder Peyton Burdick, uh, basically taking a flyer on another young, underachieving bat. But you throw in uh, Nick Maton, uh, 
live in Soto or Levon Soto, however you pronounce it. We're living Soto. Uh, yes. We're living La Vida Soto. But the trio of those guys that they've all gotten either as a waiver claim or a trade for cash considerations, real small moves that don't move the needle, all three of those guys were top 15 prospects within their previous organization at some point in the last four years. So Bob, buy or sell one of those three will end up having a noticeable impact on the Major League team this season. Uh, I'll go ahead and buy it. Like a Adam Frazier, Rugnet Odor, maybe not all-star level impact, but enough that they'll they'll win them a game or two. I'm thinking Maton, well, who knows? Well, Gunner will be back, but I think Maton. But uh, Burdick's an outfielder, and what gives him an edge over the others is he's a right-handed stick. He's got power. I mean, he hit, what, 30 home runs last year, or 25-30 on the uh, double, triple-A. So, yeah, somebody will help to some level. Back in the NFL, the 49ers made a midseason trade to acquire Chase Young from Washington, but he only ended up recording two and a half sacks in nine regular season games for them. In the postseason, he was also very quiet until he finally got a sack in the Super Bowl. Hard to say what his market value will be after all the injuries and then just seven and a half sacks this year in total when he did return and play the entire year. Vinny Byers sell even on a cheaper deal. It doesn't make sense for San Francisco to bring him back. No, I'm going to buy that. Um, I, I would say that he's got to probably do like a one-year deal and incentives to prove to everybody that he's totally healthy and that he can still do why he went number one in the in the draft. But I think when the Niners brought him in, I think they kind of thought maybe it was going to be like kind of what McCaffrey did for them. And I would say that uh, it was a wasted third-round pick. Well, before we uh, get to the break here, before we get to Danny Green, the giveaways continue on Vinny and Haney this week. I got two tickets here to see Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper on September 10th at Jiffy Lube Live doing this giveaway courtesy of Live Nation. I'm looking for caller number five here at 410-583-1057. Again, caller number five, two tickets to see Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. A lot of makeup and a lot of loud noises with that concert right there. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Pin. We'll come back, as Nolan said, talk to Danny Green, three-time NBA champion and a national champion at the collegiate level, University of North Carolina. Get more to this outside linebacker mess. Is it a mess for the Ravens? We'll clarify. NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. Look at the draft class of 21, three years in. Hear from Mike Elias around 115 and Brandon Hyde. Met with the media. Mike Harmon at 130, Fox Sports Radio. Kyle Bradish going to start the year on the IL for the Birds of Baltimore. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Fall 
Baltimore Sports, 105.7 The Fan. Hey, 105.7 The Fan. Total request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it at 410-583-1057. Get your votes in. Featured Artist Friday, 410-583-1057. Again, Plaza for text line. We'll unveil that one coming up in an hour and 15 minutes or so. Terps come from behind beat Iowa last night. They host Illinois on Saturday night down at the Xfinity Center. Still on the outside. The bubble's not even in the same zip code as Maryland right now, but you never know. NBA coming up on the All-Star break and joining us to talk about those sorts of things because he knows a little bit about it. Let's see. He's won a national championship at college, North Carolina, the good old days when Maryland was in the ACC. He's got three NBA championship rings. And I guess most importantly, he's an Odyssey NBA insider. And he's brought to us by the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. And maybe, let's be honest, the most important part of his day is the fact he's joining us here on 105.7 The Fan. Let's welcome in Danny Green. Danny, what's happening, man? Not much, man. Appreciate you guys having me on. All right. We were just talking about LeBron and the uh, the the talk that he could have been dealt at the deadline from the Lakers to Golden State, as they, pardon mm-hmm. the pun, put the full court press on that potential deal. You played with LeBron in L.A. Talk about him and his desire to, you know, maybe be one of these legacy Laker guys and, and the allure maybe of Golden State to try to lure him away from uh, L.A. there. Yeah. Yeah, you can't talk basketball without talking LeBron, right? Yeah. But um, I, I I couldn't see him you not know, going to, to Golden State, and um, I guess the allure for him, I mean, so this is winning championships wherever he's at, so I don't think it, it matters. But obviously, he's made a home in LA. I know he would love to play with Bronny. I've said this before um, to other people and on my pod and other radio stations. Um, so yeah, unless Golden State drafts Bronny, I don't think there's a shot. Now, right now, the Lakers and Golden State are in the playoff, play-in tournament thing. So, Danny, let's talk about the teams at the top of the West. Minnesota, OKC, Clippers, who are playing really good ball. Denver's kind of scuffling a little bit, but not that much. And then Phoenix and New Orleans. I mean, all of these teams are at least 10 games over 500. So, talk about how strong the West actually is. And who would you dub as the favorite right now? It's, the West is always strong, man. It's been very strong for the last decade, at least I, since I've been in, in the league. Um, you know, and the East has gotten even stronger. You know, obviously it goes back and forth some, but the West has been consistently strong. Um, those top four teams are really good. Clippers have a really uh, good chance. They, they have a, you know, really good group there and a good coach in Ty Lue. Uh, they figured it out with James. And they got Paul George Kawhi being healthy and, and playing at an elite level that we've known him to, to play at. Um, Denver's obviously really, really good as well. Um, they said, you said little slippage, but not really. Um, they've had some injuries. All teams have injuries, but they're still, you know, at the top of the West. And I think the surprise is OKC and Minnesota, you know, two young groups that have really kind of figured it out um, and stayed locked in. Um, OKC said on the rise, nobody's seen them making this type of jump within a year, you know, in two years, because two years ago, they were probably one of the worst teams in the league, if not the worst. Um, but Minnesota said have some bets there, so. I like how you know the standings are. I'm liking how balanced it is. I'm liking how these young groups are coming up and, and playing well. Um, so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be great for the you know the fans. So I can't wait to see how the playoffs pan out, um, and hopefully I get a chance to be a part of it. 
Yeah, before we get to the east here, staying with uh, Oklahoma City, and they have a turp on there, uh, Aaron Wiggins, of course, doing some good things off the bench. But, Shay, you'll just Alexander, and, you know, Danny, as you know, you played in the league, and, you know, maybe getting another ring here before you know it in the next co- uh, couple of months. But when we talk most valuable player, well, is it Jokic? Embiid was certainly in the discussion. I guess now not going to happen because you have to play 65 games. Where does SGA fit into that conversation? I like him a lot, man. I think uh, if if he stays healthy, because I think he's played the most games out of all of them, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. I think him and Jokic are right there neck and neck. And if they stay top of the West, if they end up being the number one seed, I, I wouldn't mind giving it to him, you know, a young guy for the first time. I don't know if he'll be the youngest. I know D. Rowe was the youngest MVP ever. I don't know. I forget how old Shea is. But I think he's very much deserving, deserving of it, of bringing a group like that to being a number one seed in the West. After being, let's say, not making the playoffs in who knows how long. And last year, I think being really close to making the playoffs, they didn't make it last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, yeah, to taking that team and bring them to the number one seed in the West, a tough a tough Western Conference, definitely deserves MVP conversation. Danny Green joining us here. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Bob Haney, Vinny Serato. Danny, Odyssey NBA Insider, which are brought to you by the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Equipped for adventure with capable features like available 8-track all-wheel drive in standard third-row seating. Now, let's get to the East. Boston running away with things for now. Danny, they beat, what, Brooklyn by 50 last night, second 50-point win of the season. But what about Cleveland? We know Donovan Mitchell at Utah played on really good teams. Cavs made the playoffs last year. I mean, 6-2 guys kind of dominating games are rare, but he does it. Do we look at Cleveland, however, saying that, okay, they're really good and they can make a certain level, but are they good enough to get over the hump here in the Eastern Conference? Yeah, I think they're really good. I don't know if they're ready yet. We'll see. So they, they played really well in the regular season last year. We have to see how they adapt and adjust in the playoffs. You know, they win the first round of playoffs. They're supposed to be the favorites to beat in New York. I was there when that happened. Um, and, you know, it didn't go well at all. You know, it didn't even seem like a, you know, a, a fight. It, it was it was tough because we, we damn near got gentlemen swept. So it's, right. it's hard to say this early in the season. But Boston for sure is ready. I think they just need a little more depth um, in their bench. But they have all the pieces they need, especially in their starting five. They have a great group there. And they're rolling. But both teams are rolling right now. You never know what could happen. You know, it takes a little luck on your side as well when the playoffs happen. Uh, so hopefully everybody stays healthy. And, you know, and then it comes down to the chess game. You know, who's going to coach? I'll coach who. Hey, uh, Danny, speaking of that, did Milwaukee jump the gun, you know, by bringing in Doc Rivers that uh, quick, being what, 31 and 13? Jump the gun? Uh <laughs> I mean, obviously, they they, they might have jumped the gun on the first hire, I'm assuming, because, you know, they're in a win-now situation, and then to hire a first-time head coach and not trust him or trust his experience, that, just, that was a bad, probably, decision, you know? Um, now you're trying to go back on your decision, you know, halfway through the year. There wasn't many options out there. I do like Doc. Doc is a good coach. He's a great coach. And, I, you know, he made some adjustments with us when we were in Philly my last year there. Um, you know, great off the court, guys respect him. And I think that's the biggest thing. They wanted somebody they could respect and had experience. And like I said they didn't have a bunch of options out there after letting Adrian go um, and after hiring Adrian because everybody else picked up the other, the other guys. Um, but I think they jumped the gun or just said made a decision that they regretted making uh, before the season started. And that's when they hired him. So, I mean, you know, now you have to live with the, you have to live with the bed you made. 
Now, Danny, I'm sure your agent's probably out there trying to find, you know, some teams. Which team do you think would be a good fit for you down the stretch that you could help, and how could you help? I think I help a lot of teams, man. Um, you know, I, I'm still – I've had a really good training camp in Philly. I know Philly were, were – I was talking to Nick. They were wanting to bring me back, so I don't know if that's still the case or not. Uh, we'll see. I know they have a couple roster spots. I know there's some other groups that could use, you know, 3 and D guy off the bench. The guy, the teams that you even mentioned, you know, I don't know what Boston situation is. I know they, they could use some depth on the bench. I know Milwaukee could use some size as well on the wing spot if they have to meet up with Boston because they don't have wings that can guard, you know, Jason and Jalen and, and Derek White and, and um, you know, those guys. Um, so I'm sure they could use some depth. They do have Pat Bev over there now. I know Denver is a good team that has a great system that could use a 3 and D guy. I don't know what their roster spots is. Um, but even OKC and Minnesota, you know, they're young groups that could use another vet and another shooter. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I could help a lot of teams, even the Clippers. You know, there's, there's a bunch of contending teams that could always use a 3 and D guy. It all just depends on the situation and roster spots. But I, I think I could fit in with any of those groups. Three-time NBA champion Danny Green joining us, Biddy and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Danny, last thing for you. You, Jordan, and Worthy, only Carolina players to win national championship and an NBA championship. What about your Tar Heels? I mean, they're they're good in the ACC, however, maybe not so much. I mean, Maryland's in the Big Ten. I don't get to see them as much as we did way back when. But what about the state of the ACC? Normally one of the top conferences in college hoops. Yeah, it's, it's it's great to see them this year. They had a, a strong start. They had a, a great month in January as well. As of late, they dropped, you know, one or two. Uh, but I think they're really good this year. They have a chance to do something special. And, and I'm excited for Hubert. I'm excited to see what they can do. It's fun to watch them playing good basketball. I know they dropped one in Syracuse the other day. Uh, so, yeah, I've been watching and rooting them on from from afar as much as I can. Um, but, yeah, they they have the maturity. They have the pieces. They have, you know, the, some of the youngness, the speed. Uh, they have the talent. So I, I think it'll be exciting for a year for us. I would really like to see them at least get to the Final Four this year. He's Danny Green, three-time NBA champion. He's an Odyssey NBA insider. Danny, we appreciate your time. Hey, good luck. Hopefully you get back in the league. Any interest in the Wizards? Nah, never mind. I'm just joking, Danny Green. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with Washington. Danny, appreciate it. Enjoy the playoffs, hopefully as a participant, coming up here in a couple of months. For sure. I appreciate you guys, man. Take it easy. You get, there's Danny Green, everybody. It's Vinny at Haney, 105.7. The fan will come back, reset the program, get to this Ravens outside linebacker dilemma, and I would think it is, heading into free agency, which is now less than a month away. Got the uh, NFL lunch segment coming up at 1 o'clock. We're going to look back at some of the draft picks in 2021. Going to hear from Michael Elias and Brandon Hyde around 115, and then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. Again, he's one of our top 20 smartest guys. Then again, maybe he is or isn't. We'll ask him. What the Northwestern, which gives him an advantage. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread. Chardonnay. Haney. McUltra. Vinny and Haney. 105.7. The Fan. He's got four or five kind of kind of moves. I would say two or three go-to moves and probably four or five moves overall that he uses pretty regularly. That's that's a big a big addition to what he was before, more just kind of a straight speed rusher probably when he first got here. John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach, a few weeks back in season talking about uh, Adape Owe, who we're going to talk more about coming up at the top of the hour and at the lunch style. We look at the draft class 2021, and you heard him, you know, added some moves to the repertoire. 
Chuck Smith said during training camp, you're going to recognize the signature move from all of the pass rushers. Okay, it's great. I mean, I'm not Lawrence Taylor. I mean, I'm not that uh, astute when it comes to the, the nuances of getting to the quarterback. I just see whether or not you're getting there or at least making them miserable as they're trying to throw a pass. Dafe Owe had five sacks in his third year in the league. Now, we look at outside linebackers, the areas of need for the Ravens, as we're less than a month away from free agency. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Bay. Under contract, Adafi Owe, five sacks. Tyus Bowser, didn't play. Mm-hmm. David Ajabo, one sack. Tavius Robinson, as a rookie, he had one. And uh, let's see here, Malik Ham. So, where's the positivity there? Uh, that's that's the huge question. I mean, Bob, they were saved by the pro department, you know, with Clowney and Vinoy. I mean, ten and a half and nine. You know, I mean, they got twenty sacks between two guys that they were expecting. You know, other th- from uh, Ajabo and Owe, and you know, I mean. Harb said, you know, when Oway first came, he was a speed rusher. I, I think he was a chaser is what, I mean, his best thing was chasing because he had great speed, but he can't bend the corner. So, I mean, to be able to have a speed rush and you can't bend the corner, doesn't really, you know, you're going to be pushed behind all the time. And, you know, the only way that he got stuff, Bob, was secondhand. Because he was chasing him down because he could catch quarterbacks and, you know, other people had to do his work for him. I mean, he's had five sacks, three sacks, five sacks. And the year before that at Penn State, no sacks. So, I mean, and I love Chuck Smith. I think, you know, he's developed some moves. I just don't think he's natural. I just don't think he's a natural pass rusher. He doesn't flow into things easily like, oh, this one's blocked, and I just roll into the counter and he, it, I keep saying it, he paints by the numbers. And now, I, I just don't think he's, I, I think, Bob, five, three, five next year, I mean, it could be three, could be five. You know, I mean, to me, it's not worth putting the fifth-year option on a guy that that's what he's going to give you. Because if you look at, take a look at Matt Abike, you know, and, and I liked him. I, I still remember our, I, the report that I wrote on him that he has pass rush skills but I don't think the def- – I think they have to play run first and then run pa- – but he's got quickness and ability to do it. And and each year he's gotten better, 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 better. And 13 and a half. We don't see that with Oway. That's the problem. So as he enters a big year for him, minus a fifth-year option, we're assuming, we look at David Ajabo, second-round pick, got hurt during his pro day, Significant setback, but we talked about it on draft night. They got him in the second round, thought it was a steal, and he was a futures bet. I did too, yeah. And this year would have been. But prior to that year with the Hutchinson, his last year at at Michigan, he had like one tackle in his career before yep. he had that bust-out season no doubt. when they lost in the Final Four. But coming back from yet another injury, this was a knee I mean, are we now in kind of, uh, well, if you get five, you're satisfied with that. Well, next year. The, yeah. Uh, the biggest thing with him is, is 
is it going to take another year for him? I mean, look at uh, Chase Young. Uh, you know, what, sure. same type thing that he's going through. That that's the only thing with a Jabo, Bob. Because you go back to that Michigan year. Who coached him? Mike McDonald. Yeah, and Mike wanted him. You know, and talked highly of him. And and then when he tore his Achilles, it was like that was that was a killer in my mind. And and I thought taking him in the second round was a smart move. Um, he should because watching him on film. And watching Owe on film, both their college, totally different. Because Ajabo can bend a corner. He can do those things. And he had more moves. And he had, what, 16 sacks in college against good, same competition as Owe. And Owe had none. So I thought he was a much better prospect. But, you know, as a pass rusher, the, the number one thing that you got to have, get off. And if you've torn your Achilles and torn your ACL, what's his get-off going to be? That's that's the thing with him. Bob, I mean, you know what's funny about, like, Oway? Because I'm looking at his stats. The year that he played 17 games, he had three sacks. And although otherwise, he's played 15 and 13. So when he's played less games, he's had more sacks. Maybe we'll put him in eight and he'll get 12 sacks. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Tavius Robinson. Is there more upside there than you thought? Now he's an older guy, perhaps. Bob. Yeah, he, yeah, he's an, yeah, he's an older guy. Um, I thought he did a decent job in her. He's long, you know, and he's got long legs, and um, with long legs, you don't have real pitter patter feet, you know, to spin and do those kind of things. He's never going to be an elite pass rush guy, you know. Can he be? He, he could be a rotational guy, probably a guy you don't want starting unless he gets up to like 275, Bob, and then he's a real good edge setter, which they, they could use that because Van Noy is not an edge. I mean, for the whole year, we were talking about uh, the Ravens' run game giving up the edge all season long, you know, and if you had one guy that was real solid at it. When the Ravens had um, – who was the guy um, that played – Went to Cleveland, I think. And he was a real good edge setter. For Paul Kruger? Kruger, I, I think. Was Kruger the one? No. That was like Super Bowl. Year, yeah, right? 2012, he went to Cleveland in 13. Yeah. Well, they, I can't remember who it was. But, I mean, it. I think he went to the Chargers or something. That, you know, he was might even Jared been, Johnson? Jared Johnson. He was a very good edge setter. You know, so if they have a guy who can just really set the edge, that that can really help. Free agents, Jadavian Clowney, Van Noy, which we've talked about. Malik Harrison is a free agent here. He's not a pass rusher. No, zero you know, sacks. <laughs> yeah. And he's kind of a tweener, Bob, is what he is. He did a decent job setting the edge. He's a, he's a north-south guy. He's um, not a lateral guy whatsoever very well. And he plays on special teams. He's a guy that's not going to cost a lot of money. And he's a guy that, Bob, because what he knows and he can play a lot of positions, he could end up with Miami, Tennessee, Seattle, or back at the Ravens. So it it helps those kind of guys because it gives them more options. Now, before we get to uh, an up all lunch and look back at the draft class of 21, three years in, including Oway, Cleveland, et cetera, et cetera, talked about it with the O-line, Vinny. Scale of 1 to 10, concern level 1, we're fine, 10, oh boy. We're hosed. Where are we with outside linebacker right now? I'll say nine. I'm extremely concerned just because, you know, I mean, Ajabo had the surgery when? 
I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, I'm not. But I mean, is he even going to be healthy for the start of the season? I mean, what do they got, Bob? That's the thing. Right now on paper, not a lot. Not a lot. Yeah. So I mean, Mike McDonald wasn't dumb leaving going to Seattle. Vinny and Haiti one up five seven. The fan had a fun lunch. We'll look back at that draft class of twenty one. Who's been contributing? couple are no longer here, but we'll get into all of that. Speaking of concern, down at Sarasota, concern for Kyle Bradish. He's going to start the year on the IL. UCLA problemos with a little PRP involved. Mike Elias met with the media, broke that news earlier this morning. We're going to hear from him. And then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. We'll talk all things sports as we're heading into the weekend on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 